Do you leverage purpose? Do you know how to reconnect with your why and live by purpose? Christina here with Nina's Journey. Each week, we're going to hang out and walk through a topic that's going to light our soul on fire. Together, we're going to unpack past experiences, talk through feelings, and so much more. Together on this podcast, we will learn to love, live, and grow. Because I believe when we learn to love openly, we will begin to live with vulnerability. And ultimately, that is when we grow. Welcome back, friends. Episode 10. And it's actually the last episode of season one. The last several weeks, well, actually months, have been such a rewarding experience for me. I've learned so much about myself as an educator or a content creator. I have grown in this space of connection with others in a way that I never thought possible. And as I prepared the content for today, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to talk about in this last episode as we wrap up. And it came to me today. It came so quick that I didn't even expect it. I was sitting there on the couch and my thoughts were rolling through my mind as I was watching this movie reel and I succumbed to a level of emotion that I wasn't expecting and the tears rolled down my face and that and I knew I knew what I needed to do to bring this all together and what season one really was and that was talking through all the things that I know so that I could come to this realization that I'm the one that needed to hear this message the most. And if you've gone through each episode and said, yes, me too, this is our time. This is our time to bring it together and really understand the why and the purpose of all of the work that we've done up to this point. I have recorded several pieces of this multiple times, and I'm just going to embrace the emotion if I can't get it out for the last time. But before we dive into the content, let's hear from our sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is hard, and right now, it feels even harder. No one should ever feel alone during a time of hardship. That's why I have partnered with BetterHelp to bring you tangible tools and resources to help you work through your own journey. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. They know a good match is the secret to your success in therapy. So if you need a rematch, you can. It's easy and free. This is not a crisis line. It is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not always be locally available in many areas. This gives you access to expertise outside of your local community. The service is available for folks worldwide. Service is quick and seamless. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. 
Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you can fit this in around your own schedule, anytime, anywhere. Also, it is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. BetterHelp and I want you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Nina's Journey. That's Better H-E-L-P and join over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And right now, there's a special offer for the listeners of Nina's Journey. You'll get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Nina's Journey. That's betterhelp.com slash N-I-N-A-S-J-O-U-R-N-E-Y. Welcome back, friends. I'd like to wish you a Merry Christmas and even a Happy New Year. I'm recording this. It's the evening of Christmas Day. My entire family's sleeping. So this will be the last time you hear my voice before we dive into season two, before we all step into a brand new year. It's exciting for a fresh start. New Year's is one of my favorites. Everyone loves a clean slate. There's something so nostalgic about it. As I visualize the content over the last week, I will be completely honest, I wasn't sure what this was going to look like. I asked myself, how are you going to wrap this up, Christina? How are you going to bring this all together? And as I spoke earlier, it hit me today, instantly, while I was sitting on the couch. And I want to talk to you about that in just a moment. But the whole episode really comes down to purpose. It comes down to understanding your why and how to find that why. After I had my moment, I got off the couch and I went into the bathroom. I took a hot shower, and as I let that water run down my body, I remembered a tool that I've used several times along the way. It's something that I use at any time that I'm looking to change a behavior or anchor myself in a way that uh, I can leverage when I know that motivation may not be what gets me going. And I realized that This was the perfect way to bring this all together. It's also the perfect way for me to step past this moment that I'm in, which is really the acceptance of my grief. It is called the seven levels deep exercise. This can be used to help determine what really drives you to accomplish anything in life. It can be a hard exercise. And what I mean by that is, If you're doing it and doing it right, it will bring you to a place that will invoke emotion. It will draw out the thing that is so important to you in that needing to accomplish or change whatever it is that you're standing in front of right now. So when you do this, find a quiet place and take it seriously. I do have an Uh, link in the show notes. It's like a digital format where you can click the link and it will walk you through it. You can type it down. You also can just get out a piece of paper and write it down. I will walk you through how I did this today. I, I did it. I wrote them down and I'll share my seven levels of deep with you. There are several questions that you can use to start this. They can be, why do you want your life to be different? Why do you need to change? What do you want your future to look like? I use today, what do you want to do? So you start by asking yourself one of those questions. 
And then the second question is, why is that important to you? You write it down. The third question is, why is that important to you? And you write it down. And the fourth question is, why is that important to you? And you do that until you get to number seven, which is really your way of taking it down a layer and taking it down a layer and taking it down a layer until you get to the core, till you get to that thing that just moves you inside. So here's mine from today. Christina, what do you want to do? I want to reclaim my discipline and create a stronger routine. Why is that important to you? Because I feel absolutely lost right now. Why is that important to you? Because I was feeling so strong. Why is that important to you? Because I found how to connect internally with myself. Why is that important to you? Because I finally understood what it takes to be happy. Why is that important to you? Because it made me understand my worth. Why is that important to you? Because I am worthy of self-love and joy. As I walked through the exercise, while I wrote it, I could feel the emotion. And then I read it back to myself twice. And as I got to number seven, I could feel the emotion. I choked on my answer. And really, friends, this is my way of anchoring Why is it important for me to get my ass out of bed and follow a routine? Why is it important for me to get up, work out, meditate, and set my attentions for the day like I have done before? Because I'm worthy of self-love and joy. That will get me up in the morning. That reminder of what this routine is when the alarm goes off it's driven by something that's so much deeper it's not as simple as just getting out of bed and going for a run it is hinged on the fact that i am worthy i deserve joy that's what this action is going to do for me and i'm going to write that final answer down i'm going to tape it on the wall right next to my bed i will write it on the mirror i will live and breathe that why And it's so powerful. That's why I share it with you. Whether the moment is big or small, this exercise works. And sometimes it takes multiple times going through it to truly get to your why. That why is going to bring you to such a deep connection within yourself. It will be what keeps you going when fun, excitement, or motivation just isn't working. Whys are so inspiring. So what brought me to this today was I found myself crying as the Christmas music played on the TV. As the tears rolled down my face, my love asked me what was wrong. He asked at least twice before I could speak. And I had finally got the courage to just admit my internal thoughts. I said to him, I wish things were different. I wish I felt different at this time of year. I'm sure he took that as my disconnect with Christmas. It's something I talked about in the last episode. But what I really meant was, I wish this year was different. I wish the way our family responded to emotion was different. I wish the parts of us that struggle were different. I wish the choices of my life had been different. I wish I was different. Friends, I feel lost. I have regressed harder than I have in such a long time. 
that regression has progressed to resentment towards myself. And then I use that to justify the choices that leave me feeling crappy inside. And I'm starting to create this validation to this idea that I will never be enough. A thought that has been deeply ingrained in my mind for decades. It has become a belief. It is something that I have to disrupt and change. Do you ever or have you ever felt this way? I have always poured myself into my kids, into my relationships, my family. And when I start to spiral, I realize that I, I am feeling like I'm not enough, which really stems from the idea that I am searching for external validation. I learned and I realized that it was always me that I needed. I am who I needed to pour into. I needed to validate myself. All that I've learned over the last two years and I find myself in this stupid place, again, feeling just lost. I feel like I did that day that I walked into the bathroom with a marker on March 27th, 2019. I wrote, this stops now. It was this notion that I had disrupted all of those thoughts that created pain and insecurity. It's everything that I talked about last week. And as it all came to me this afternoon on the couch, I realized as I looked down at my right hand and saw this ring that I purchased for myself, I am again trying to disrupt the thoughts. And I know why I got to this point. So now I choose to wear it on my body. I choose to read the words, I am enough. Raise your hand if this year has brought you to some form of grief. Please tell me that I am not alone. The last nine months, I have no words. Some days I wish I had been more graceful as I walked through the fires of this pandemic hell. I will tell you what this year was supposed to be. This is the year that we were supposed to embrace our family coming back together after a six-month academy. I was supposed to be able to watch my love graduate and wear a dress that I had never worn before. We were supposed to go on a trip and create memories, start healing of our many bouts of being separate from Jake. We were supposed to explore and reward ourselves for the dedication to not giving up or giving into the temptation of quitting when things feel hard. This was the year I was supposed to run several events in person. I was supposed to run a marathon. This was the year I was going to rise with such a deep and inspiring leadership, where I was going to continue to level up and carry my team to victory as we made it through the conversion project. But like others, this is the year where my physical and mental endurance was challenged day over day. I don't feel like that I've been graceful walking through this season. Most days I feel like if I had the chance to do over this whole year from hell, I would just do it so I could say that I did it in a more inspiring way. I have been on this roller coaster of loss. I am unbelievably tired. I'm grieving. When COVID took my marathon, that was what knocked me off my axis. I did the right thing. I played by the rules. I continued to find something else to get excited about every time it took something away. And then I got it. Two weeks before something I had attached my entire worth to. My value and my strength. I am sure that some may say, so what? 
You can train again. But my getting COVID took it, and it validated many things that have just stirred in my mind. Quarantine was the beginning of a six-week spiral. This year of pandemic has challenged our family. It has pushed me to the limit. There I was, crying on the couch, questioning all of my life's choices. The time to physically heal from COVID has been longer than I anticipated, and it created time to deteriorate my emotional well-being. So much so that the rebuild has become overwhelming. I have to rebuild my endurance physically. I have to rebuild my resilience. Rebuild my tolerance to stress. Rebuild my family. Rebuild my finances. Rebuild my marriage. Rebuild. 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 As I showered, I prayed for the hot water to just wash away my unleashed despair. I told myself, reground to your why. Rebuild your discipline. Because discipline is not punishment. In fact, it is freedom. It is when I feel the most alive. If you come to see me creating goals, tracking progress, know that I am disciplined because I deserve happiness. And this is how I know how to do that. When I am growing, I know that I am living. Because when we're not growing, then we are dying. And I have more. I am going to fight. Because I deserve more. Yes, I am tired. I have regressed. But I'm aware. And I have choice. So I did the seven levels of deep. I decided to be completely vulnerable with you tonight because I know that I'm not alone. I created this podcast for myself just as much as I did for others. So you'll see me gaining my foothold in the best way that I know how. We'll step into a wellness journey on season two. I will take myself back to the basics and knowledge share with you. Because when we feel better physically... It hooks to an emotional strength. We will set the stage for a renewed energy in 2021. A year where we will grow and recover from a year that humbled us all, reminding us that we are all human beings, giving us the opportunity to learn how to appreciate what we have. Join me in regrouping and regrounding with our why and rekindling with our purpose. Come back next week for season two, and together we will walk into the space of physical health and healing. Much love, my friends. Cheers to a year of tragedy. As William Kopauer said, grief is itself a medicine. Allow yourself to feel whatever that may be or look like for you. I tried to fight my grief without actually accepting it. Today I let that in, and it brought me so much emotion. It brought me to this content. This has not been a straightforward or black and white journey of grief. It's been all over the board. It's been up. It's been down. It's been misunderstood. But now I can really step into peace. 
I can accept this year for what it was and I'm ready to move forward. Let's lean on Veronica Mars. As she said, tragedy blows through your life like a tornado, uprooting everything, creating chaos. You wait for the dust to settle, and then you choose. You can live in the wreckage and pretend it's still the mansion that you remember, or you can crawl from the rubble and slowly rebuild. Friends, let's rise and rebuild. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Nina's Journey, Learning to Love, Live, and Grow. If you liked today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any future episodes. I will leave you with this from Joel Osteen. Your job is not to judge. Your job is not to figure out if someone deserves something. Your job is to lift the fallen, to restore the broken, and to heal the hurting. And that's what we do here on Nina's Journey.